What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me today for episode number 47 of the Car 5 Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua. For today's episode, we're actually going to be talking about something pretty important. So we might spend a few minutes extra talking outside of our normal range. But for today's episode, we're going to be talking about electric vehicles and hybrid vehicles and why they're so important in today's automotive world and why they actually matter. So as usual, everyone, let's go ahead and just dive right into things. So like I had said, everybody, for this episode, we're going to be talking about electric vehicles and hybrid vehicles and why they actually matter. So the reason why I wanted to make this video and just take a few extra moments talking about it is because around the entire automotive news world, everything we're seeing nowadays, it kind of seems like, you know, every other day we wake up. Uh, a company's making a new hybrid car or a new electric car or another company is now creating a brand new lineup of hybrid vehicles. Um, for those that aren't aware, um, if you're just joining in the podcast for the first time or if you've been watching for a little while, I actually do have a, a news resource outside of the podcast. You can head over to www.tialg.com, T-I-A-L-G, where I also talk about, uh, I give a bunch of news articles and car blogs where we talk about um, up-to-date uh, news as well. So I've been talking about it on there for a little while. And just to explain in case you haven't been over to that site, here's some of the companies that are now stepping into the electric vehicle and hybrid markets or their joining in on the races so just to tell you how important this actually is and you know how big it actually is for the car world here's who's joining in the race for electric vehicles and hybrid vehicles you have audi they're coming out with a series of electric vehicles called e-tron you have ford who has a entire lineup of ev vehicles they're coming out with in which they premiered an electric mustang inspired crossover plus a hybrid mustang Mercedes-Benz has an entire family of vehicles for hybrids and electrics. They're calling EQ, you know, their EQ family of cars. Aston Martin came out with their Rapid E, an electric Aston Martin Rapid. Ferrari is now making their cars hybrids for better performance. Lamborghini, we just did an episode about that. They're taking the Aventador, making it a hybrid, now has over 1,000 horsepower. Toyota, just talked about this on my uh, other news uh Source, TLog.com, Toyota is coming out with an entire lineup of EV vehicles, starting off with six of them. So anyone and everyone, you'll just now is joining in this race, you know, this competition for electric vehicles and hybrid vehicles. So the competition is extremely, extremely heavy. Uh, my personal opinion, just a quick side note, I think Mercedes-Benz is going to kind of take over on this one. Um, that's another story for another time. But anyway... Why does all this matter? Why are we out of nowhere seeing all of these companies, everyone from Toyota to Lamborghini, Toyota to Mercedes-Benz and Ferrari and Audi and Ford? Why is everybody jumping on this electric vehicle and hybrid hype? Some people think it's like a, it's a hype and it's a bandwagon type of thing. Um, I can assure you it's not, and there's actually a good reason for it. For those who aren't aware, um, the United States and majority of, of places in the rest of the world, especially Europe, they're really coming down hard. They're hammering automotive manufacturers with EPA and safety regulations. You know, I think it's a, uh, you know, sometime from now in the United States, every vehicle has to be 
anywhere from like 30 to average 50 miles a gallon, something like that, For in which for a lot of these companies like Lamborghini, Ferrari, Aston Martin, these more high-performance-based vehicles, it makes it very difficult because their main concern is not MPG inefficiency, and it's performance. And for me, being a car guy, just like you guys that are listening to this podcast or, or car woman, performance is a big aspect. You love V10s, V8s, V12s, just like myself, and Initially, when it came to electric vehicles and hybrid vehicles, it was very difficult for me to really understand why we should do this for performance anyway. Because when electric vehicles and hybrid vehicles first came out, oh my god, they were, <laughs> they were the ugliest vehicles on the planet. They were just horrendously priced all over the place, some extremely cheap, some very expensive. They were gutless, had no power. It was just absolutely disgusting. Like some of these vehicles when they first came out, they made you want to throw up in your mouth. Uh, literally, you wouldn't want to buy one. But after some time and having the ability to adjust and learn more about hybrid vehicles and learn more about electric vehicles, if you're in the performance game, um, you're behind the times if you don't even have one. To give you some proof of what I'm talking about, the McLaren P1, the Ferrari LaFerrari, and the Porsche 918 Spider. That was what I think changed the minds for absolutely everybody when it comes to electric and hybrid vehicles. When these three cars came out, all similar, all around the same time, and when they were hybrids and they showed what hybrid technology, basically battery assistance, can do for the automobile in terms of performance, that's kind of like now the standard of where you want to be. And this is coming from my own personal experience as well, is that if you drive a car, um, as an example, AMGs, AMG vehicles, okay? They have a selection of AMGs that are non-hybrids, and Mercedes-Benz is starting to make their AMG vehicles with hybrids. You drive a non-hybrid one compared to a hybrid run, oh my God, the, the difference in reaction time is just beyond mind-blowing. Having battery assistance in your vehicle in terms of torque and response time and quickness to zero to 60, I mean, not only from my personal experience experiencing some of these hybrid performance vehicles, but just look at look at the cars that are now coming out. We just did an episode about Lamborghini is now giving battery assistance, hybrid, to their Aventador, and it has over a 1,000 horsepower. The P1, the 918, the LaFerrari, they're all hybrid hypercars. Lamborghini is coming out with hybrids now. So, you know, uh, their latest one they're coming out with, the SF90 Stradale is a hybrid. Mind-blowing performance when you add battery assistance. So let's not look at it in a way that we're losing the performance of a car because we're not. It's If you're still needing time to adjust to this idea, if you're a performance person when it comes to vehicles, if you're needing time to adjust when it comes to the idea of hybrids and electrics, don't worry. Because of these uh, government regulations and these EPA standards, they force a lot of automotive companies to adapt, to change, to allow these companies to say, hey, we need to keep our performance aspect alive. How can we use this battery technology to make our cars hybrids and electrics and make them even better faster, more efficient, better MPG, and overall perform better as well. And thus, we now have these hybrid supercars and hypercars coming out, and it's absolutely phenomenal. So that's a little bit about hybrids. Now, EVs, electric vehicles. 
personally, from what I'm seeing, it, it, it's kind of mixed, and, it, and it's it's still um, that's going to take you getting a little bit more used to compared to just solid hybrids. And here's why: in regards to, I guess you'll say, um, environmental issues, it's it's kind of up in the air because the idea behind it is by having less gas vehicles on the road, you're going to have less emissions, going to be better for the environment and the ozone and everyone's health. But the argument against that is, well, the production of batteries isn't necessarily good for the environment as well. But that process is getting better. So it's kind of like a give and take, just depending on who you are. Um, Obviously, Tesla is a big advocate for this and Elon Musk. In my opinion, I'm a huge Tesla fan. I'm a huge Elon Musk fan. They're absolutely killing it. They're knocking it out of the park. But anyway, getting back to it, what cars do we have right now that are fully electric? And I'm not talking about, you know, some of the more minuscule cars. I'm talking about some of the bigger vehicles. Well, we do have electric hypercar already. We have the Remock or Remos, depending on how you say it, the Concept 1 and the Concept 2. Lotus is coming out with a fully electric hypercar, which is the Type 130. So when it comes to electric vehicles, oh, as well, Aston Martin, the Rapid E, fully electric Aston. It's um, It's definitely something different. Because when it comes to these performance cars, one of the biggest aspects is having, you know, that that engine, that rumble, that growl, that roar, that exhaust note that backfires and spits flames. And that's part of driving a car, you know, the feel, the emotion behind it. So I think hybrids are already accepted um, in the performance world for cars because you still have that engine aspect. You still have the exhaust note. The car's still feeling alive, you know. Um, I think it's going to take a little bit more time for electric vehicles, performance, supercars, and hypercars to be adjusted into the automotive world. But in terms of efficiency and performance, it's absolutely <laughs> knocking everything out of a park. I mean, I've seen a video of a Remock Concept 1 um, absolutely destroying a 918 Spider on a drag strip. Absolutely incredible. Another thought I have for you guys in regards to uh, EV and hybrid vehicles, and this is just this is just a side note, and this is just a, a thought. You may agree. You may disagree, but just hear me out. I've been thinking about this quite a lot. Do you think, outside of the EPA regulations, this quick, sudden change for manufacturers now becoming extremely aggressive and competitive in the EV market, electric vehicle market, how many people think Elon Musk is responsible for that? Because check this out. It's all public information. You can find out how many... Uh, sales an automotive manufacturer did the year prior. It's it's public information. A lot most of these companies are publicly traded, so it's there for you to see. You can see how many cars each of these manufacturers sold in a quarterly fashion over the year. And when you have automotive companies saying that they're going to make vehicles targeted at Tesla, and the fact that Tesla is growing the amount of vehicles they're selling how much vehicle or i should say how many vehicle sales they're taking away from these automotive companies with their model 3 their model s their model x soon to be model y and the tesla roadster how many sales do you think tesla's taken away from domestic companies such as ford dodge chevrolet because they're based in california in the united states the answer is a lot so given EPA regulations coming down hard on automotive manufacturers, plus you have Tesla and Elon Musk already a, already ahead of the game for many years now in their efficiency, efficiency levels and their average um, miles per charge compared to the competition out there, it's not even close. Not even close. Tesla's so far ahead of the game.
in regards to an electric vehicle. It's making change. So at the end of the day, if you think about it, Elon Musk says we have to create a sustainable future for humanity. Just a crazy thought. Again, you might agree with me or you might disagree with me. But do you think that this is exactly what he wants? At least it is for me. Is that, you know, the whole purpose for doing this of stealing sales away from these automotive companies is to get everyone else to change, to adapt, to become more eco-efficient, eco-friendly, and thus making the car as a whole better in terms of transportation going to be more reliable more fuel efficient more battery for a charge um for some vehicles cheaper to cost or cheaper to run compared to the cost of just having gas more efficient overall usability friendly the technology is going to become better as well so how many people think i guess what i'm kind of asking um just kind of <laughs> mumbling on about it a little bit but do you think tesla or elon musk grew tesla just to get everyone to change their ways with the extreme thought, and this is going out there, that of importance Tesla is Elon Musk, but the purpose of Tesla maybe at the end of the day is just to get everyone else to change. I don't know. I would love to ask him myself if I could, if I could ask Elon Musk, hey, is this why you made Tesla, et cetera, and so forth. I would love to know what he says. I think so, but I haven't met the man. Would absolutely love to, and I'd love to ask him that question. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's all we have for episode number 47 about electric vehicles, hybrid vehicles, and, yes, why they actually matter and why they're important. To conclude, given EPA regulations um, from actual governments as well, wanting, their, wanting transportation to be more eco-friendly as well as more fuel efficient so we can buy less oil from the other countries in the world, at the end of the day, it's not a bad thing. It's actually making the car better, especially for performance vehicles when you add that battery assistance. It overall is just catapults the car because electricity is flip of a switch. You hit that gas pedal, you're absolutely gone. Don't forget to follow on Instagram like on Facebook, which is at the Car 5 Podcast. If you're listening to the podcast and you haven't checked out the YouTube channel, be sure to go ahead and head over there. Um, if you're watching on YouTube now, don't forget to subscribe if you like the channel. And if you like the video, definitely hit that like button. If you guys ever need anything from me, don't hesitate to ask. I'm here for you guys. I uh, would love to help you out or do anything I can for you. Send me an email, info at car5podcast.com. Don't forget to tune in. Uh, June 14th episode number 48 in which we're going to be talking about the brand new Aston Martin DBS Superleggera Volante. Thank you so much everyone for tuning in. Please remember to drive safe. Have a fantastic evening. Thank you very much.